Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there. I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we are going to be talking about the June stats for real estate in the GTA. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everyone, how are you? Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we're gonna talk about stats today. We've got uh, the June stats out, well, they were out a few days ago, um, but interesting times, right? Yeah, um, changing times. Changing times. Changes can be hard. Yes, mm-hmm. changes can be confusing. <laughs> I think we're all left a little bewildered at the moment, at least that's how I feel with kind of what I'm seeing, because you've got, you know, the st- stats kind of telling you one thing, you've got your own eyes and feelings telling you another thing and then you know I'm still seeing stuff selling really well I'm seeing a lot of stuff just sitting around not moving at all there's there's a real uh, difference between I don't even know what it's between I was going to say like the really nice stuff seems to still be selling but not always no not always yeah, no. it's a real mixed bag and I guess that's the problem it seems a bit um, unpredictable unpredictable what, what's going to fare well and what isn't right um I mean, we have the stats now to talk about and look at, which we always love to do, and then we have our own experience. You... Sorry, microphone. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, move it a little closer. Little you fun. out and about, um, you know, maybe a bit more than me in the last week seeing places. Um, you have more of a sense of that um, some areas doing well right now than I do. Mm-hmm. I, that has not been my experience in the last week, generally. Yeah, I've had, I would say, and this is, this is just interesting... I would say I had clients interested in two properties last week, or I guess it was two weeks ago. One got 18 offers and one got 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a client interested in one condo last week that sold on day one in two offers before we even had a chance to get in. She was also interested in another condo that just had a $100,000 price reduction. Yeah. Then I had clients that were um, interested in seeing a place tonight, which went on the market on Friday, and it sold on Saturday in Port Perry. So I think it just really depends mm-hmm. on how well it's priced and how well it's doing. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've got, as I mentioned, I've got this assignment sale at the moment, which those are always tricky to sell. But all of a sudden, I've seen beginning some questions about it. So it's all led me to feel maybe a tiny bit hopeful about what's on the horizon maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not too sure not too sure uh but we're here to talk about the stats because that's what says it all and june was strange so um let's talk about sales first of all this this is staggering sales volume was down 41 percent compared to last year yeah yeah the biggest drop in the history since they started recording. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the last June, I think we had 11,000 sales. This June, we had about 6,500. So, you know, that's uh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, at the same time, the new listings 
or up. So obviously that doesn't bode well for anybody out there who's hoping to sell. Uh, they were almost averages, but a 1% increase in new listings. So um, pretty obvious that how that trends, right? Right. Prices, though, um, if we're looking at an overall year over year, we are still up 5.3% over June of 2021. So that's still good. However, we're down month over month. And so prices are coming down. That's it. They're just across the board. They're definitely coming down. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I would say quite dramatically. I don't know how much longer this is going to last, but certainly we've lost, I would say, most of what we gained over the last year. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, even though we're up, I think, you know, year over year, I think we were down. I don't have the number with me, but since March, I think we're down about 30 percent 33 percent or something like that yeah across the board now so. i always think like you don't look month to month especially look at year over year but when those month to month so show such it seems like an entrenched trend mm-hmm. then it's you know i i can't imagine that it's going to be long till that year over year yeah. is a negative number i would say you know, most of the experts were predicting we'd still be up to some degree at the end of the year. Yeah. But I think they're taking into consideration the 40% growth of the first couple of months. Maybe we end up flat or a bit negative toward the end. And maybe, you know, the whole year in itself will, will remain up over last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to see how that plays out. But, uh, you know, it's hard, it's hard to predict. It's pretty impossible to predict, really. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's where we're at. I mean, I guess we've got a few things to factor in. We've got the interest rates, of course. Um, and, and I think there's another announcement coming in a couple of weeks. I think so. Mm-hmm. That should be the last, they're saying. So hoping that will settle people, settle them in. Um, I think that that's... We've known that's been going to happen for years. It's They couldn't have stayed this low. And they're still super low. Let me just... Mm-hmm. We're talking about interest rates doubling and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, well, you know, when they're one percent, <laughs> you pretty much have to double. Mm-hmm. So that's not a that's not horrible. I mean, I remember the days. I don't know what my very first house was, but it was up, or maybe around twelve or thirteen percent or something, and uh, that's just what it was. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, you get you get used to that, and this is how it is. People still need to buy and sell. The world is not going to stop buying and selling because interest rates. Yeah, I mean, what you say is true. You get used to it. So that's the problem. People have Uh been used to this almost non-existent interest rates. And so now when there's anything that is a change, and and you're right, these changes are still quite Uh remarkable, people can't, they're just so not used to it. There's a whole generation of people out there who... who, um, Never seen more than 3%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other thing, you know, is there, Treb is speculating um, really just... about how much this whole situation with the market is based on psychology more than anything else. Right. People feeling probably a combination of fatigue with the way the market has been, uh, with the uncertainty of, you know, a looming recession, with the uncertainty of, you know, interest rates going through the roof, all these things that we don't know whether they're going to happen or not happen. But I think you combine all these things and people just get into a stay put Mm -hmm. status quo kind of an attitude, which makes sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Um, let's talk specifically about how we did in the, each of the different segments, because I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, 416 Detached was $1.737 million. That was only up 2.4% over last year. So... Interestingly, uh, the 905 price is 1.362 for a detached, also up 2.4%. So as we can see, the detached market was not the driver mm-hmm. of what was happening here. Um, and they do make note uh, in the TREB report, uh, Market Watch this month, that it was the lower priced segment of the market that's really driving any growth we've seen. Um, so semi-detached, uh, 1.34 for a semi in Toronto, up 5.9%, and 987000 in the 905, up 7.8%. So that's not too bad. Uh, townhouses were very strong. Right. So a million and 27 in the 416, up 9.1%, and just over 900000 in the 905, 8.3%. Mm-hmm. But the winner of all was the condo market in the 905, and they were up 13.2%. I wonder why that would be. I guess they're still, like, it's still pretty affordable. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 7.4% increase for condos in the 416, so that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very good. That's okay. So, you know, all in all, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's not great news, but it's not as bad as it could be. Mm-hmm. One of the things that's concerning is the average days on market, right? So um, average days on market, listing days on market had not changed too much. So we were at 15 this June, 13 last June. So that's important to note. Um, but when we compare sort of all the different factors together, that's kind of, you know, where it goes, okay, so we've got more sales, same number of listings, a little bit longer days on market. Okay, well... You know, that's kind of why we've ended up in this particular situation we're in right now. Where that's going to, you know, go in the next couple months is anyone's guess. I mean, I still feel relatively strongly that uh, fall will be okay. You know, maybe late fall. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think if um, if the rate announcement in the next couple of weeks is the last one, and it's expected to be, that maybe people will just wait for that and kind of ruminate on that for maybe up to a month kind of thing. And then, just as you said earlier, get used to it. Then start to say, okay, it is what it is, and right. move on. Right. So I think there'll be, uh, I'll think that, that maybe, um, I think the fall will be decent and uh, people will just get to the new reality and that, um, you know, the roof isn't falling. And um, Yeah, yeah. And like my coach always says, Doug, hello, if you're listening, um, he always says, like, people still have to buy and sell. It doesn't really matter what the market's doing per se. I mean, if you have to buy and sell, you have to buy and sell. Right. It's those discretionary decisions. Right. That are the ones that are uh, affected. Right. And that are are affecting the market in these numbers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for most people, you're going to be dealing in the same market. So, you know, I would say try not to stress about it too much. If you are worried that you have to sell and things aren't as great, as long as you're buying in the same market, it should be a bit of a wash. Mm-hmm. If you bought, you know, in February and you have to sell now, mm-hmm. that's and I think I tougher. would in this market for 
I mean, there may be the odd exception, but for the most part, recommend that people sell before they buy. Agreed. More than ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, and that's an important part. I would say if, if you're still with us <laughs> listening and you are interested in this kind of stuff, that is key. Tell everybody you know yeah. sell first. Yeah. Because as we said at the outset, it's, it's unpredictable, it's yeah. wonky, it's hard to explain. So more than ever, you want to be have the confidence of your sale before you that's right. make a purchase decision. Yeah, I, and I, I, me too. And I think the the other concerning thing is that depending on what you have or where you are, you may not sell at all. It's right. not even like you're going to sell for less. You just might not sell right. for a really long time. And so that's what I'm seeing. There's right. there's a lot of the high end condos, for example, high end stuff, even relatively high end it's just not moving mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. you know and um it's been you know i've seen some listings now sitting on the market since march and they're just not moving they're not price changing either they're just sitting there i think people are a little bit um thinking that that's you know we're just gonna stay put and eventually things will turn around I don't i don't know what the yeah, psychology is if you're on the market since march and you're not changing your price at all yeah you're not really sincere about selling. No, mm-hmm. no, no. But, you and know. those people that just put it up there for what the heck. Right. Mm-hmm. I also, though, secretly wish that people do not just start throwing their mm-hmm. places up at ridiculously low prices because they're desperate because that will, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you see that. Like the $100,000 price reduction of the condo I was mentioning, it's too low, mm-hmm. way too low. But mm-hmm. now it'll get sold for that price and sets the bar yeah i but mean that's desperate. unfortunate right you, yeah, you don't know their situation but yeah. it might be their best option right yeah and it doesn't even necessarily mean it's going to sell yeah stay tuned on that one all mm-hmm. yeah there's several cases of that lately i think they've been uh, we have a we have a members only kind of group on facebook and there's been a few, few postings that you can hear the desperation yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think if it those are largely people who bought, I think, aren't yeah, they? I think they must be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you, that'd be very stressful situation. Very stressful. Yeah. <sighs> um, well, let's talk about the winners and losers. Uh, best market for a detach, this is going to be shocking, in June is C8. C8 is downtown East End, where the detached prices were up to 2.48. So that must be just a, a wonky Fluke. number because yeah, it must have been two or three that's right. old. Is there's not hardly any detached right. in C eight right. or so that that those yeah. those numbers are take with a grain of salt. Yeah, exactly. This is the four one six, by the way, um, and the least increase went to W uh, nine. And so where is that? I'm not even sure where W nine is. It's way out there. It's way out there, and they're at... Uh, that's in the West End, people, just... The yeah, w West End, West North. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1.39, basically, was the average price of a detached there. So, um, in terms of condos, um, and I'm just double-checking here, we had nice big increase. The biggest one to happen was in E6. Now, that's interesting because E6, which is Birchcliff. Um, we've got a bunch of new condos that have gone up there, and they're all relatively high end. So that makes sense, yeah. Because uh, yeah, yeah, they had nothing before, and now all of a sudden we've got like ten buildings, right? Um, and eight hundred thirty-six thousand was the average price there. 
And we had the lowest increase of condos were in, uh, let me just confirm here, um, this was W9. So they're having a bad month <laughs> in W9. And, uh, but so, they had, yeah. a, they had a good month in, in condos. No, bad. That bad was the least. Oh, oh, okay. 540 was the average price of a, mm-hmm. of a condo there. So um, it looks to me that there's not a huge discrepancy here amongst the different regions. It seems like everything is kind of sitting around in Toronto at the same rate, which is not so bad. Um, if we're looking at the 905, we have had for a detach, the largest increase is um, is going to be here in Caledon. Oh, yeah. Where the average price of a home was $1.7 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess that's not too surprising. Uh, smallest increase, this was Burlington at 6.7%. one3 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's all? That's the 905? Yeah. So, so nothing about the Durham side of things? No, Durham actually, yeah, was right in the middle. They sat in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now... Having said that, when they compile different data over, like right now we're looking at real generalities, like someone will report news over the next couple of days of more specific data. They'll drill down to that, which we're not doing here. And sometimes when you do that, it comes out with a different outcome. Um, But, you know, this is just sort of the generality of what we're seeing now. Right. Yeah. So you can hear by the tones in our voices is we're just we're confused we're not energized i'm not feeling very energized about this what would you do then if you were if you if you have a life event that requires you to mm-hmm. list and sell that's one thing but if you didn't yeah if i didn't i i don't know like i do have a bunch of listings coming out over the next couple of weeks and i feel for most of those people, the time is right to sell. Like, just try it and see what happens. And most of those people, all only one of them have bought something already. Everyone else, and they don't need to sell to close. So everyone else is selling because they're changing their, their investment properties or their life circumstances are such that they are moving on from where they are. So I think in those cases, you might as well mm-hmm. give it a kick at the can. I think a lot of those people are concerned prices will come back down uh, even further. Although I think they all recognize that prices probably are going to go up again, but they are maybe not really willing to wait. So there's a little bit of listing because of fear of further drops? I think so. I mean, not in my case per se but i think yeah i think i'm seeing that a little bit for Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. yeah but i think i would i would recommend it would depend on the circumstance you know i've got one family and i tried to say to them they won't be ready till august i said look just wait till september at least people are around again you know august there's not much going on no you know people aren't here right um yeah and i don't know are people going Way less. I know cottage country properties have really slowed down. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't talk about those too much here, but really slowed down. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe that's something to think about. Like, are those people 
you know, moving back or people maybe not spending as much time out of town on weekends now because they're more worried about money or trying to save money or be more conservative with their spending. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And um, we've all heard about what's happening uh, with the airports and tra- I think more people are traveling than ever before. They are, that's for sure. To some extent, people don't have their minds on real estate right now. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense when you think about it. We've been locked up for so long and everybody just wants to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's what we've got for today. Hopefully, I don't know, next week we may have uh, different news and maybe have some ability to break down these stats even further. But uh, we will be discussing something. We're <laughs> 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 just not sure what yet. Um, all right. I think that's about it. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope that's been helpful. And, of course, make sure you follow us on all of our social media channels at the Janelle Cameron team. And reach out with any questions because we love to answer them. So hope to have you back next week and happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.